I'm Tony Gargan and welcome to the Presenting, Pitching and Public Speaking podcast. Hi, I'm Tony Gargan and welcome to the Presenting, Pitching and Public Speaking podcast. And in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you how to bridge the gap, how to elegantly move between sections of your presentation or pitch with a real fluidity without losing your rhythm or losing your flow. Now, any of my mentees who are listening will likely respond to this with either a laugh or a sigh, because it's quite well known by my mentees how much importance I place upon bridges, what we call a bridge, the the bridge and the gap, as I say, between the two different sections. And there is a reason we need to focus so much on this, both for you as the speaker and also for your audience as listeners. I don't know if you've ever been sat in the audience listening to somebody and you know you're listening intently to a speech um the, the speaker's talking about something that they know really well you're listening intently and then all of a sudden a split second later it's like that talking about a whole different subject quite often that's because there's no elegant bridge no linking piece between the two sections um, maybe you've been the person delivering the speech and you've kind of found yourself in that place where you're struggling to manoeuvre from one section to a different kind of different, you know, something that, that's a bit more unique or something that's not an elegant flow automatically um, without having like that huge pause where to you it feels like an eternity to your audience. It might not feel so bad. I can definitely, unfortunately, say that I've been in this position. I recall delivering a presentation and I'd prepared, I'd practised, I had my slides ready. You know, I'm a bit of a geek, as I've mentioned in previous episodes. And I was felt really in flow, felt really comfortable, felt like I was delivering a good presentation to my audience. And at the back of my head was the sales coming, the sales coming. Now, within my speeches, I'll do different types. Sometimes it's just content delivery, but sometimes it is a bridge. And even though I practiced and even though I prepared, I had this void in my head of how do I link the content that I'm talking about to the bridge? And you had practiced it, sorry, to the to, to the sale. And you had practiced a bridge. I knew I'd done it previously because this wasn't the first time I presented it, but I just had this mind blank and it felt like an eternity. I asked for feedback afterwards. Nobody felt like there was a huge gap. You know, I was able to quickly from the the processes and the systems that I've already taught you in many of, the, many of these episodes to be able to fill the time space to leave just small pauses while I gathered my thoughts on how to bridge. Um, and that stuck with me ever since. And that's why I place such importance on it. So what is a bridge? Well, a bridge or an elegant bridge, as we like to call them. An elegant bridge is effectively something that links two parts together, just like a bridge does. That's why it's called a bridge. It, it reduces the gap. It creates a seamless flow between one section and another. Effectively, a bridge to the untrained speaker it's going to be invisible. They won't be able to see it. They won't be able to identify, oh, there it is. Dave's just delivered the bridge. That's not going to be the case. It's just, and it can be something really, really small. 
to a trained person, they might identify it. And anyone who receives feedback from me on our speaker training or anyone who's on my mentorship who I review their videos for, quite often you'll be able to tell that it's me giving the feedback because I'll state that it's been a nice, elegant bridge or there's a bridge being missed and you have the opportunity to focus on it. Because what the bridge does is it links one section to another. Now, that could be two quite different sections, as I mentioned earlier in my example of linking content delivery to a sale, but it can actually be just linking two different parts of a speech together, which are actually quite closely related. It could just be the the phrase or the sentence that moves you from one place to another. It should be seamless. It should be invisible. Effectively, it's quite natural. And even though you have to prepare for it, it appears natural to your audience. Um, What the, the bridge will enable you to do is to keep the attention of your listeners between those sections. It will help you to get the buy-in so that there's no drop of attention span or people's minds don't wander off elsewhere. And what it helps you to do is it builds the rapport. It, It actually avoids the rapport breaks. And in the example I used earlier on of delivering between content into sale, it helps you. If you elegantly bridge, it avoids that sale shock. Now, for anyone who's not listened to previous episodes and doesn't understand or hasn't heard of Sales Shock before, it's when you're sitting at a presentation or you're on a webinar and you're listening to the content and you're thinking, this is really useful, this is really good, and bam, then the sale begins and you weren't expecting it and it shocks you and it takes you back by seeding elegantly, which I'll touch upon in other episodes, but also by having an elegant bridge between your content delivery and your sale, it seems really seamless. It's the natural expected thing. So why is a bridge so important? Well, it helps you to deliver the message, but it's also got to be, it's got to be relevant. So it can be anything from a speech, a part of a speech. So just a phrase, it could be a quote, it could be a testimonial, it could be a linking phrase. So it could be something that you've created yourself in terms of a quote or somebody else's. It could be a story or an analogy or something that helps people to link one part to another. It could even be a question, you know, or, or a permission frame, a permission statement. So let's use the example, because I've mentioned it before, of delivering content into delivering a sale. It may be that you use one phrase where you, so you're delivering content, let's say it's around, what am I delivering? I'm delivering content in the upcoming future around property and joint venture finance. So you're giving information, you're giving, telling people valuable information about how they too can raise joint venture finance. And let's say I'm going to offer them the opportunity to learn from me how to do it. You don't want just a dead pause and a silence. You want a phrase that elegantly, fluidly takes you from content, information, this is value, this is useful to, oh, this is the next logical step. So you may use a phrase like, like, so now I'm going to share with you. So instead of the stock stop, now, and that's exactly why I'd like to share with you how you too can learn to raise joint venture finance by attending my and give the information about the sale. It could be if you're linking from one piece of content delivery that's maybe something that's quite heavy, something that's quite detailed in terms of numbers or figures. So because it's heavy content, you want to make it lighthearted to move on to the next part. So it could be a joke. It could be an analogy. It could be a Q&A, in fact, 
whereby you stop your content and, and you let's just backtrack. So it could be a summary where you share the information. Let me just recap that last section for you before we move on to the next. So you've learned X, Y, and Z. And that gives you permission to then move on to something different. You've already, what we say, called out. I'm just going to stop this section. I'm going to recap what you've learned before I move on to the next section. So people are expecting something different. Not like the example I gave earlier on where you're listening intently. You know what people are talking about and then all of a sudden the content changes. It could even be a permission frame as I mentioned earlier on. And the only time I would advise you to avoid using a permission frame is when you go from content into sale because you don't need permission to offer a sale because if you've offered enough value for you to sell or offer a product or a service, you've already got the permission in the buy-in. So that's the only time I'd really avoid it. But it may be a permission frame where you've been talking about a delivery section and now you want the audience to participate. So would it be okay if we now move from this content into a, an interactive session? Show me your hands if you're happy to join in an interactive session. Come on, all hands in the air. So you're actually calling out and asking for permission. I don't know if you've noticed in some of the deliveries now, if you think back to some of the pictures or the presentations that you've seen um, or, or you've listened to or you've been a part of on an online seminar where you can now identify that someone has purposely input a bridge, purposely input an analogy or a story to take them from one section to another. You'll see this so often on even like magazine articles so you'll hear information, maybe it's been a story, a story about Fred who was feeling unhappy, unhealthy and wanted to get fitter. So they'll give a bit of a story, but before they move on to selling you the fitness piece of fitness equipment or the gym membership, there'll be a story, which is a testimonial, which will be, this was Fred before and here's some pictures. This is Fred after, look at how much better his heart rate is, look at how much fitter and leaner he is, look at how um, much his fitness has improved and they'll give live examples. So it's a testimonial using the format we've shared with you on previous episodes, the then now how action formula. And what you'll be able to identify is that they've actually used that to bridge into making an offer. It's just a really elegant way of doing it. And I've seen it so many times when people have been delivering. And as I say, I've been guilty of it myself. When you've been delivering a section of information and you just stop dead before moving on to the next one, it just prevents those shocks. Now, there still needs to be that roller coaster of information and that roller coaster of energy, as we've touched upon in previous episodes of presenting, pitching, and public speaking. But you've got to make sure that your bridge elegantly fits. So I've seen people and heard people using um, like a joke or an analogy, but it's not being fit for purpose. It's not being linked directly to the content, the message, or the information that they're sharing. So it's got to be linked to your message. Don't try and shoehorn something in and make it fit. It's got to be elegantly linking two parts together. And actually what can really be powerful is the use of a pause. So if you're purposely wanting to end one section of delivery or one section of a presentation or pitch and move on to the next section, providing you've purposely put it in there and you are comfortable with it, eye contact and a pause can be your bridge. So you could share something that's really profound, really poignant, really informative and is a natural conclusion to one delivery section. So let's say, for example, I'm talking about raising finance, but then I want to talk on, uh, move on to a subject piece around 
joint venturing, which is a different part of the same subject, a pause, good eye contact with your audience, or a pause and on an online space, an image that can literally close one section and elegantly move into the next. So it doesn't have to be something that's, you know, really purposely practiced and it's a whole huge story or a massive analogy. It can be a phrase such as, and that's why I'm really pleased to share with you now how you can. And that actually really leads us nicely into our next section, which is about, so you use a segue of some sort. Now, something that you can use for this is what's known as a foundational phrase. It may be something that you repeat all of the way through your delivery. So let's say, for example, a foundational phrase you use is something along the lines of health is wealth. Let's say you're focusing on health within your speech, your delivery or your presentation. And your foundational phrase, your key message throughout is health is wealth. And being healthy and being fit is paramount. So that's what your message is. That's what your message is. And you want to elegantly link from health is wealth into financial literacy, financially, being financially healthy, being um, supportive of your own mindset around wealth, of your own ability to fund your lifestyle. So you use the phrase, that foundational phrase, health is wealth. And that's exactly why. So the phrase just links in. Repetition of the phrase will stick in your audience members' heads as well. Um, so it may be that you actually start your presentation with it. It may even be the title of it. It might just be something that you repeat regularly throughout. Again, as with everything, it's got to be sprinkled and seasoned throughout your presentation. So it's elegantly woven in, not just kind of thrown in as a sidetrack. So it may be at the end of each analogy, you mention the phrase again. And that's because health is wealth. Pause, move on to the next section. So it gives you an opportunity to elegantly move between different sections. Um, it also gives you the opportunity to buy yourself some time while you're thinking of these, if this is something that you say regularly. So the bridge is a link between two sections and what it does is it avoids rapport breaks. It avoids that scare of the sales shock of content, value, information. I'm really listening to what he's got to say and then bam, here's the sale. People switch off. So it, it, it's a link that is seamless, really invisible, really natural. Um, and it can be something as simple as using eye contact and a pause to build rapport and show your audience that you're in control, you know what you're doing. It could be something that you repeat regularly throughout, such as a foundational phrase. It could be something that is um, a statement, a quote, whether it's your quote and you want to be attributed the, the success for it, or whether it's a quote of someone famous that can link between two sections. So let's say, for example, you are moving from delivery to sale. Let's keep using the analogy just to give you examples of it. So you're moving from content and value delivery into sale. You could have a stock phrase such as, and that's why I'd like to share with you now. It's something that's really simple. It would be totally invisible to the untrained eye in speaking, but a trained speaker will be able to identify that you're elegantly segueing between sections because you don't just have one bridge within your speech. If you deliver a presentation with PowerPoint slides, you will need a bridge between each slide. I don't know if you've ever delivered or been the person sat in the audience. And thankfully, I don't think this has been me, but I've definitely been in the audience where someone is delivering a presentation using PowerPoint and it's just death by PowerPoint. They read the information off the slide, they pause, they click, and they move on to the next section. Pause, click, 
move on to the next slide. And it becomes quite painful, both for you and for the audience, uh, both for you and for the, the speaker. Um, so you actually have multiple bridges throughout your speeches. You have them between every individual slide of a presentation. You have them between each and every individual point of your presentation or sale. If you're selling and you're moving from one section to another, you have to elegantly weave in a testimonial. It's a bridge to weave in a testimonial. You don't just move from giving information to showing a slide on screen, which is a, 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 pre, a testimonial of someone's before and afters. You have to elegantly weave it in and it can just be something as simple as a phrase. Let's have a look at David, what David achieved was. So a phrase that elegantly gives you the permission to move from one section to another without it feeling like it's difficult, it's contrived. And this is actually something that you have to practice. It's something I have a, a massive passion for and it sounds like such a simple part of your speech. But if you've noticed someone delivering a speech and they've kind of stop-started delivering content, there's a great flow, there's a great flow and silence. Move on to the next section, delivering content, delivering flow. You have to elegantly weave between them. So phrases such as, and if you're making notes, you might want to write this down, phrases such as, and that's why I'm really proud to share with you now my, if you're offering your product or service, Using these systems and processes has enabled me to achieve X, Y, and Z. And you can too. That's your bridge. It can be the bridge into a testimonial. Often people ask me, how does this work in real life? Well, let me share with you an example of how. So the phrase of often people ask me how they can achieve this in real life. It's just a small phrase, but it can have such a huge impact upon your delivery. It can help take stop-start deliveries to a seamless, elegant flow of information. It creates fluidity. It helps you to know and understand where you're moving from one section to another without your audience identifying the stop-start sections. To the untrained eye, it's elegant, it's seamless, it's, not, it's unidentifiable. But to a trained speaker, they will be able to identify this and they will be able to highlight just how well you've done. When you create those natural bridges, those elegant ups and downs, the elegant flow throughout. And remember, you use multiple bridges throughout. You could use the same bridge repeatedly, effectively, which is something like your foundational phrase, health is wealth. And that's why I'd like to share this with you. Health is wealth. So that's now why we're going to focus on the money side of mindset. Health is wealth. So now I'm going to focus on the physicality of your health. So you can move into segue into all different areas by using that one foundational phrase. Remember, it's got to be fit for purpose. Don't try and kind of shoehorn in something that doesn't fit. But the pause and the power of the pause, along with eye contact, providing you are comfortable with it and you've practiced it, can be a really elegant bridge between sections. There's got to be clarity. It's got to have a, a seamless flow. But a little bit of practice and a little bit of repetition goes a long, long way. And I think you should definitely practice putting some elegant bridges between your sections of your speeches. Now, it may be that now you're thinking, okay, 
I've never thought of an elegant bridge. You might be able to identify them already. I am sure you will when you look at your prepared presentations, um, your prepared sales pitches, your PowerPoint features, your webinars, when you move from one slide to another where your audience are watching, rather than it just being silence that is uncomfortable for you or them and isn't prepared. And then you click the button and move to the next slide. It could just be an image. It could be a photo, it could be um, a quote that's listed up on the screen. And what it does is it elegantly bridges the gap. So have a look back through your own presentations, pitches, your own speeches that you've delivered and see if you can identify either the elegant bridges you already have in place or the areas where there is a requirement or an opportunity for you to place in an elegant bridge. And I would love to hear from you what you've added in as those elegant bridges. Is it a question? Is it a statement? Is it a format? Is it an image? Is it a story, a testimonial? Is it you know a humorous analogy of when you've done it and they can too? What is that message that you've shared? What is the elegant bridge and how did you weave it in so that it was seamless for your audience. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening to today's episode of presenting pitching and public speaking about bridging the gap and elegant bridges. I'll see you on the next one.